This is Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. And finally, all of the homies have returned. Let's go. House tonight. The barn is full. Milk me. The weather is fall. <laughs> Football is in full swing, and we've got all the things to chat about today, Monday, October 9th. It has been a hell of a week. More so for Jim than the rest of us. Mm, very much so. Jim was Jim was at the beach with his family. What the hell happened in the weather up here? I love it. It, it became fall very quickly. Oh, like with a light switch. It's Insane. So we'll get into all of the football things. First, rest in peace to Dick Buckus, who passed away this past week. Whew. Fall to a legend right there. Jesus. Yeah. If there's any any Chicago Bears uh, traditional film or anything that comes out about old school football, Dick Buckus is part of it in some way. Oh, absolutely. Even linebacker play. Like, I think he's in the definition, in the dictionary of linebacker. Yeah, he's the pick. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, wild. it killed it killed me with my uh, Thursday night bet, but yeah, yeah. and yeah. one of my fantasy teams too. Yeah, that always fires too up. They, I got the. I like when I, I that almost came out morbid. I don't like when people pass away. Obviously, I like the coverage because you learn a lot. Because I never got to watch Dick Buckus play, and you know, I know right. obviously I know some stuff, but listening to like people talk about him and seeing like some of his like highlights and stats and stuff is always interesting. Yeah. Right. I agree. Thanks to everybody interacting with our content on the social media, the YouTube, all the things. Remember to follow us at Sports Jim Muff on Instagram and Twitter, Sports Stuff W forward slash Jim Amber Sam Muff on Facebook, on YouTube. Subscribe, comment, rate, review. Get the bell on. Ding ding. Poke like and tickle. Be on the lookout this week for a little snippet from Sam, who was visiting Chicago and got to stop by Wrigley Field. Sam, anything you want to chat about? Um, Chicago is super fun. Highly recommend. There's great shopping around Wrigley Field. So, I mean, if you're into, like, baseball or you're going with someone into baseball, there's also something for you to do. Um, there's great shopping around. Comment on Wrigley Field. There are great shopping around it. Wrigley Field was really cool. I wish that I would have looked into it more because a lot of people said that there's like cool like restaurants and bars and stuff around there, but I didn't look into that as much. But the field was cool. No one was playing, so there wasn't like much of a crowd. But I got my picture, which was nice. So did you take like a tour of it? No, we just went outside. You like schedule tours and stuff and pay for them, so I didn't do that. Gotcha. But I did pay to go on the sky deck, which was worth it. And what about the Chicago deep dish? You were raving about that. Chicago deep dish, highly recommend. We it's good shit. It's so good. We went to Giordano's, which is like one of the most recommended ones. It was packed. And Columbus has one, not the same. It was so good. Like I, I can't even describe the cheese pool that I had on it because it was yep. just. It was just that good. 
yeah, it, you have to get it there. Like, I'm sure there's other franchises in other states. Like I so, said, there's one in Columbus. It's not, it's no. the same recipe. It's the same everything. Mm-mm. It's not, the, it doesn't taste the same. It's nope. different. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I highly recommend. And there's like a rival there. I don't can't think of the name. There's a rival to Giordano's. There's Lou Malnati's. That sounds about right. I'll go with that. Yeah, and then there's one called Uno, and then another one called Do, and they're like on opposite corners of each other. Yeah. I don't know. It was good though. All right. Some stuff coming out this week. Sam took a video, has some pictures. We'll get it out on the social medias this week. As a reminder, also listen to the betting episode, Sports Stuff, Betting Stuff, that comes out on Thursdays, where you can tail all the winning picks to the Brinks truck, back it up straight to your house, cash out all the monies. I'll tell you what, though, to go back to your Chicago thing, I would much rather be in Chicago during a Blackhawks game than like a baseball or bears game like i think the blackhawks fans in chicago are a lot more cult-like and friendly there was a bears game sunday when i was there and that was the day we went up in the sears tower and did the sky deck and we were looking out the window and my sister goes there's smoke coming out of there and I looked and it was Soldier Field. And I guess they must let off like fireworks or something when they start the game. And it was all of that was like coming up, but you couldn't see the field. You could just see like the smoke. It wasn't on fire. It was just the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blackhawks, I feel like might be more entertaining. Hockey people built different. I do have a funny joke that my tour guide said on the um architecture tour we took though that you guys will think is hilarious so an architecture tour we did we did the architecture lake and river tour okay super cool so as we're going down the tour guide his name was jack he was awesome he was like yeah so soldier field when there's a tornado warning in chicago the whole city goes to Soldier Field because the chance of a touchdown there is slim to none. Oh, <laughs> dang. That's so, cold. yeah, I laughed very loudly. No one else really did. Because <laughs> you're on an architecture tour. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. You were in the wrong place. Yeah. Oh, well, but it was a good joke. Nate said they suck, so it makes sense. Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah. We done? We done? We done talking about Chicago? Sorry. Oh, God. Trying no, to add quite. some culture here. It's a great sports show. Great sports show. We talked about out. sports things, damn it. Oh, Sam Snippets earlier in the episode than usual. I told a joke. All right, Muff, come on. NFL <laughs> Week 5, starting on Thursday with? The Chicago Bears, as they go into the nation's capital and find their offense as DJ Moore goes off having a career day, much to the delight of many of his fantasy owners, which is a theme this week. There are a lot of players that just went off all week 
end. Um, Justin Fields feeds the Rock effectively en route to a 40-20 win over the Commanders. That, yeah. I mean, spoiler alert for the betting episode, but I, I bet the Commanders, and I knew as soon as Dick Buck has passed away that I was screwed on the script. And then I was working as well, so I didn't get to watch as much of the game as I would have liked. Yeah. It was bad poop. Another news of the Bears, they traded Clay- Chase Claypool to Miami for a bag of Lay's regular chips, rating themselves with Claypool, who was traded from Pittsburgh to Chicago for the 32nd pick in this past year's draft, which turned out to be Joey Porter Jr. And people say Claypool in Miami. This is his coming out party. That's what they say. Yeah, probably not. But that's what they said on on ESPN, on the Aspen. This could be his his time. Well, Mike McDaniel said he was fast. Said he was fast? That's, people were trying to bait him into saying something. And he's like, they said, have you heard about him? He's like, what, that he's fast? Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> heard he's fast. Heard he's fast. That's good enough. Getting into Sunday NFL football action in London town on Sunday morning. The Jags stayed across the pond this week and the Bills came in a little beat up and it showed as the Jags running past their way all over the Bills to a 25 to 20 win. Trevor Lawrence had 300 plus yards and a tutty. Travis Etienne ran for 100 plus and two scores. The Bills could only muster 29 yards rushing and appear to have lost linebacker Matt Milano and defensive tackle Daquan Jones for extended time to add to their injury woes from last week. Uh, They did welcome back Von Miller, which may be helpful in the weeks to come. I call this Jags win, so I'm happy. I mean, I should have bet it. I bet the other way. (laughs) But I said, this is a home game for the Jags. So They just need to move to London. They they do, man. There's, there's, there's talk of them wanting to have the NFL wanting to have a presence there consistently. And I mean, the Jaguars have been that team. The cons basically like own something there, not just a soccer team. Something there. They do. They own something. I think it's like a portion of a stadium or some shit. I know, but if, if you think if their games are always going to be at nine 30 in the morning on Sunday on the East coast, it's like think of all the different teams that are going to be or fans are going to be watching your game every single week. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, Do like, it. it's like the Notre Dame on NBC thing, right? They're always there. Yeah, that's it for nobody cares. No, yeah. Why you got to do that? Why you got to bring that shit up? <sighs> saying. Just saying, guys. Insert time. The yeah, Steelers may be awful on offense, give up all sorts of yards on defense. And overall, look like a team that should be in the cellar of their division. But none of that matters as they find a way, thanks to defense, special teams, and timely offense from George Pickens on their way to a 17-10 win over the Ravens. Pittsburgh is now in first place in the AFC North, despite having a negative 41-point differential this season. What a joke. And I don't mean the Steelers. I mean the AFC North. And usually we're a strong vision. Good grief. This is uh this is a down year. 
now. It, it's pretty bunched up now. It's still going to be very competitive, but who knows? Right, so the we have the same record as the Ravens. We're just the tiebreaker goes to us. Right. right it's now. ridiculous. But, you know, the Steelers did what they had to do. I literally was listening to this on the way back from the theater on the radio, and they were like, yeah, uh, Kenny Pickett throws a ball to Najee Harris in the flat. This is after the safety. Mm -hmm. Shocker. (laughs) Najee Harris up the middle to the right. Shocker for negative yards. And I don't even remember what the third play was, but I'm like, why? No, I mean – I could coach an NFL defense to stop the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the same three plays over and over again that don't work. Jalen Warren is the only Jalen Warren and George Pickens. It's about mm-hmm. it for the Steelers as far as any type of spark. Well, I'm not even saying that Najee Harris couldn't be good, but you run him the same thing every single time. They're going to catch on. Like, do some other shit, and maybe he'll be able to break a run every once in a while. For the love. Maybe. Can we just record what he just said and insert it into the Ohio State game? There you go. Oh, Jesus. Okay. We'll we'll get to that. I'm feeling Columbus, the sky is falling all over again. The Saints came marching into England and did a dance all over the field to the tune of a 34 to nothing win over the Patriots. Alvin Kamara becomes the Saints' leading touchdown scorer in this game, while Mac Jones was benched for the second straight week for Bailey Zappi, Saints improved to three to two, and the Pats fall to one and four. Jim, yeah, I feel like you were all over Sam Bill Belichick somehow. This yeah, happen. this made me look stupid, didn't it? Good <laughs> well, night. Yeah, if you didn't thought about it at one point, I'm like, Jim, if you think the sky is falling in Columbus, what do you think it's like in New England right now? Yeah, it's it's bad. Without I heard Paul Revere. just before this show, I was reading or I was watching a TikTok. Um, the excuse that's coming out now is that New England didn't have a team of winners to begin with, and that was the worry. The wor- the fear was that if they got off to a start like this, that the team as a whole would give up because they didn't have winners to begin with. Yeah, but that looks bad on Bill Belichick. I mean, right? Say- so like. Where are we going with that art with that excuse? That I've never heard an excuse like that. And it's the NFL. Like that looks rough. So you just spent all that record breaking money in free agency. And you're saying you got a team of losers? Right. Right. Like <laughs> that is not good. Yeah. What do you have to show for it? That GM cap is getting a little little sullied right now for Bill Billy Bell. What do you do with your craft? Like do you ride it out with Bill? Do you make some drastic arrangements? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you get rid of Bill Belichick. I think Bill Belichick has to leave on his own accord. Yeah. Not for one bad season, I should say. If they suck again next year, then maybe talk about it, but I don't think he loses his job after one year. What do you count I, last year as? Medium. It's not this bad. It wasn't one in four bad. So at that I didn't say it was. I'm just saying, like, do you count it as like the start of the downhill ride, and yeah. now we're yeah, like, yeah, thank you for going down. I would say that, yeah. All right. The Dolphins keep up their offensive ways, beating the Giants thirty-one to six. Devon Achan only rushed the ball eleven times, but had one hundred and fifty-one 
yards on the ground, including a 76-yard touchdown run, two throws for two touchdowns, and Daniel Jones went off in the fourth quarter with a neck injury. One, did anybody see the injury? Like, is he donezo? I did not see the injury. I just know that he went out. This could have been just to put him out of his misery for the day. I mean, I saw him walking off the field and stuff. All right, cool. And then Tua, Muff, where do you land on Tua now? What? I... This is a pulse check, Muff, of how do you feel about Tua? I feel, this is I feel very good about the Dolphins. Tua had two touchdowns, two interceptions. So I still feel very good about the Dolphins. This was the Giants um, feeling, I would say, in a scale of 10. I'll put two on the seven to seven and a half point in that scale at the moment. Um, really, as far as the Dolphins are concerned, the biggest concern is their defense. Okay. I just wanted to know where you were at. Okay. Anthony Richardson goes out of the game again, this time with a shoulder injury, but Gardner Minshew makes it happen as the Colts beat the Titans 23 to 16 while Jonathan Taylor did return. It was Zach Moss who ran for 165 yards and two tutties in this game for the Coats. So I have three observations here. I'm going to go. Zach Moss was running for a job somewhere. Uh, Jonathan Taylor coming back is you got to figure if, if Zach Moss can run like that, Jonathan Taylor's got to feel pretty good about coming back. And then Anthony Richards has been hurt three out of the last five games. Three of his first five games in the NFL. Yeah. So either A, somebody needs to put a restrictor plate using NASCAR terms on this man, or he's fragile. And it's a shame because he looked looked good when he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's quite set into him yet that he's playing in the men's league and not college. Yeah, but, but the third injury, like when does when do you stop running into the wall? Like, is he dumb? Might be. Well, no, Jim. I've no. not seen. I've the only injury I saw was the the uh, the head injury. That was the only one I saw. I think he's just two two of the three weeks he's gone out have been something shoulder related. Because he keeps running like a madman. Does he have to, or is he doing this? Because he don't know. have to do shit. He I has mean, to worry about his longevity. He probably knows no other way, and it's just going to take a year of getting his ass beat to realize. Okay, I got to quit doing what I'm doing. I think after the first two, I'd be like, I'm not getting that third. I think he needs to just watch a game of Joe Burrow and the Bengals and say, oh. This is what right. happens when people don't have good people around them. Right. You mean, that's what could happen to me? Oh, I should just sit in the pocket. My 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 team blocks for me. Yeah. But see, he's only missed one full game because of concussion. He's probably thinking, oh, it's, I'm all right. I'm just a little banged up. I'll get through it. I I, I second muff here. See Joe Burrow. <laughs> Stop being dumb. The brand new, well, here, real quick, forgot about this. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, as we all know, at this point, signed a three-year, $42 million deal last week with 26 and a half guaranteed. Puts him behind only Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara in his per-year average. Do we feel this was a solid resolution for the Colts and for Taylor? 
Yeah, I but I don't know how I feel about giving a running back his second contract when he's done nothing on a losing team. I mean, yeah, he's put up good numbers, but again, it's a team sport. I mean, I don't know. I think that's a little bit of a reach to say that he's a, only behind McCaffrey and Kamara, but I don't know. I mean, now you better go out there and show that you earned that. So, again, I was on vacation with my father-in-law, and he brought up something that I have never thought of, and I feel very stupid given my profession that I haven't. We talk about these numbers for these running backs. We never talk about the taxes. So he's making... Well, we do, but it's usually when they just play in Florida. But I'm saying we don't talk about like you're right. I agree with that. We don't talk about the tax hit. So a 42 million dollar deal. How much does he actually take home? Well, 26.5 guaranteed. So that's the number you really need to start basing that off of. And he loses probably a third of that to taxes. At least he's in a high tax bracket now. Remember, right? That's what I mean. Especially, and I hey, I'm not making this political, but given the new tax laws, he's getting a hell of a hit. So when yep. we look at these running backs it's saying that they they want more money, that tax bracket's a new a thing now. So when we say does he deserve the money? I would say yeah, probably, because at 26.5, he's gonna see a third less than that. So yes, I agree. You agree now that they deserve more money. Yeah, yeah. Given that I forgot about taxes, yeah. How do you forget about taxes? I, that's what I said. <laughs> then you forget about taxes for all of these deals. Then, right? I blew my mind. Yeah. So I think for this, it's right. It's a three-year deal, and I think that is the bigger piece of this because, right? They're they're not going to hold on to Jonathan Taylor after these three years because think about it, that money then gets transferred hopefully to Anthony Richardson to give him his second deal. Mm-hmm. Like I think this is it's well timed for them to do this, and it makes sense, and they'll more easily be able to transfer this money in the salary cap directly to Anthony Richardson. Hopefully, uh, if he stays healthy and does well, I'll say if he's still around. Yeah, I agree. The brand new Lions improved to four and one after beating the Panthers forty-two to twenty-four. Jared Goff throws for three tutties. Dave Montgomery ran for one to pace the Lions, who were without their top wide receiver threat. Amon Ross St. Brown. Rookie tight end Sam Laporta caught two touchdowns on his three catches for the day. I'm mad as far as the betting show goes that I let Muff talk me out of this one. Muff didn't purposely talk me out of this one, but Muff's expertise in the injury report scared scared me away from this one. They they ran the annexation of Puerto Rico in this game. Hmm. And it worked. And it worked. Detroit Dan is the is the fucking man. There it is. Get the E. Get the E rating out. I'm gonna throw one. When when talk about Dan, I think I'll do that for the rest <laughs> of the season. Whenever I talk about Dan, bust out the E. Bust out the E. In one of those MCDC shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Jim can wear that when he's not wearing a high state gear. Or cracking. Or cracking. Or, I'm just talking in the football world, I should say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Falcons scored a field goal as time expired to beat the Texans 21-19. B. John Robinson continues his strong start with another touchdown, while Desmond Ritter threw for 300-plus 
and a touchdown to Mr. Robinson. C.J. Stroud does continue his impressive streak to start his career with no interceptions, but did not get enough help from the running game to get the win today. Yeah, he's the long. I mean, he's the longest, the most passes without. But is that because Sorry. he's trying to be conservative, or is he actually playing that well? Because I mean, we don't get Texans coverage whatsoever. I mean, they were talking about it today on TV, and they were saying, I mean, generally he doesn't check the ball down a lot. So it's not someone who just, you know, continuously, like, dunks balls, little balls down. And I can tell you that it was a point of pride for him at Ohio State. Like, it genuinely bothered him a great deal when he threw an interception at Ohio State. Like, it haunted him. He takes care of the ball. Yeah, to a weird extent, like, <laughs> he obsessed over it. Yeah. I mean, I'll say just from the Steelers game, and that it was just a beating of the Texans on the Steelers, but his misses were in the right spot, right? That's – it was – he was throwing to places where his receivers were the only player that could catch the ball. And it was incomplete, that's fine, but it was not a dangerous throw in any way. Well, it's important – The Cincinnati Bungles are back in the thick of it in the AFC North, thanks to an all franchise game from Jamar Chase as they beat the Cardinals 34 to 20. Chase had 15 receptions for 192 yards and three touchdowns, proving he may just always be open. Yeah. He was improved to two and three, only one game out of the AFC North leaders. He, I was thrilled that Jamar Chase finally had a good game. I'm on one of my fantasy teams and desperately needed that. So it's very selfish reason. Yes. Fair. He just uh, has to like Joe has to have time to get him the ball. <laughs> like I understand he wants to trade. That shit makes sense. I'm not getting the ball because my quarterback's getting his ass kicked. If I was Joe, I would say, hey Jamar, let's make this a package deal to wherever the fuck you go. <laughs> Don't think uh, Bengals are going to get rid of Joe Burrow anytime, though. I would say you could take me real cheap. Like I'm tired of getting smashed. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. That's too damn bad. (laughs) Like get me out of here, Grandpa. Take me to the Steelers. No, that's not an offensive line. (laughs) Yeah, take me somewhere. Just God bless. The Eagles keep doing what they need to do, improving to 5-0 and with a 23-14 victory over the Rams. Jalen Hurts tosses for a touchdown and gets the brotherly shove for another. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup did return for this game for the Rams and was immediately called to take the lead as he had a 100-plus yard day with eight catches. Yeah, right out of the gate, they threw the ball to him like four times and got down the field just like making a statement. Like, look who's back. He was back. Is it Puka Nakua had a touchdown catch in this game? Rookie having a. Did you just purposely put that in there so that you could say it? What? Puka Nakua? I didn't put it in there. I just remembered it. Oh, okay. Oh, I love saying it. Puka Nakua, Puka Nakua. <laughs> All right. He's having a fast start to his, his rookie season. So that's good for them. But the Eagles do what they got to do 5 and 0. They cover. Yeah. Great team. That's all I got to say. Yep. The Chiefs notch a 27-20 win over the Vikings as Minnesota's nightmare start to the season continues. 
record now at one and four, while the Chiefs improved to four and one. Mahomes has two touchdowns, one to Mr. Swift, and Isaiah Pacheco ran for one. That's not his name. Mr. Pfizer. Yeah. Mr. Kelsey Swift Pfizer. Who went out yeah. of the game with a non-contact injury. Slipping, according to the report, slipping on artificial turf. He definitely slipped. I saw the, the clip. My aunt made a joke about, like, he's just going to get up and shake it off, shake it off. I was like, come on. That's come a good on. joke. Was he, was, he was in yeah. open space, not blank space. That's that one. Hi-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, come on. Here. Come on. Anybody got anything else? Any other songs that we nope. can incorporate into the Sam? I love Taylor Swift. Give us I another give us another song. It. Just give me a song. Fearless. Travis oh. Kelsey did not look fearless as he slipped on the turf and <laughs> went boom boom on the ground. Was he dealt teardrops on his guitar? Whoa, there we go. No, and it was a cruel summer for him too because Taylor was ghosting him. <laughs> Guys, come on. Let's let's get past this. Come on. <laughs> Not okay. Uh the Jets improved to two and three and cast aside the now one and four Broncos after a 31-21 win in Denver. Brees Hall has a big day, 177 yards to go with one touchdown, and Zach Wilson also tossed a score. Jets MVP was the kicker, Greg Zerline, who had five field goals in the winning effort. So are we starting to think that maybe it wasn't the Nathaniel Hackett problem in Denver last year? I think we've, we've it's been confirmed at this point. Yeah, I think every time that the Broncos lose, he's just got to be sitting there thinking, it's <laughs> on you. He yeah. thought I was the problem. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Is that another Taylor song? Yeah, yeah. that's a lyric, yes. Okie dokie. Live looking on Sunday Night Football. Cowboys 49ers. What's the score? Right now, 7 nothing Niners. All right. Is that where we think this is going to stay? No. <laughs> Are the 49ers going to win? Yes. That Dallas can't move the ball. Like I just watched them attempt offense and it was not great. They're not attempting offense well. No. Are they at least... All right. Monday night predictions. We have the Packers taking on the Raiders. Mm. Where we think this game ends. Packers by seven. This is a toss up for me. I don't have anything, I don't think. Is Jimmy G still out? No. What's his name again? What were Dougie, Dougie D. Dougie. Dougie. I mean, even if he's playing, I think the. Oh, I mean, the Packers. Bakhtiari's out. I he's don't know. Out, they're though. still full. Yeah, I mean, if they're healthy enough on offense, I haven't seen anything from Vegas that makes me feel like I could take them in a game. So, give me Green Bay. I'm gonna take the Raiders by three. Yeah, I felt better about the Raiders, honestly, than the Packers, but don't know. Who knows? Who knows? All right, that wraps up what we're going to chat about for NFL Week 5, bringing us into college football. 
Week number six. Didn't Jim used to have a song for this college football breakdown? Listen, we've evolved. Okay. We've evolved? Or... <laughs> I don't know. Let's right. just keep the bus moving, Muff. Go ahead, Jim. Big Ten's all you. Uh, number four, Ohio State beats Maryland 37-17. All right. Is that it? Oh, thanks for the analysis there, James. Good. Glad, glad to hear it. Very slow start. Very slow start in that first half. Uh, basically beat the shit out of themselves. Zero offense. Uh, muffed. I guess they're going to call it a muffed punt. Ah. To put them in poor field position. Sure as hell looked like a fake punt. But we're going to call it a muffed punt. And then garbage for basically the whole first half. Maryland looked fantastic. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the sleeping defensive giant woke up and said, "We're not going. We're not going to let this happen." Kept a minute, went to halftime, came back out, and then they decided, "Hey, we might have the number one receiver in the uh, the country. Let's give him some some catches here." And then Marv went off. That's the highlight of the game. So. How's Columbus feeling, Jim? I know you haven't been there, but what are the sentiments among the Ohio State faithful? On the Twitter, uh, they totally forgot all about that Notre Dame game right quick. And we're calling again for Ryan Day's head. After a win. Yeah. Love the defense. Loves it. They didn't cover. It was like a 29-point spread, I think. They still won by Was it 19 and a half? Okay, I thought it was 20-some. Well, then screw him. What, what are we worried about? I want people? Ryan Day's head. Big worries about the run game. Even well, though no wonder they, Urban Meyer they, had a breakdown. If they want Ryan Day's head served on a silver platter right now, whose head do they want in replace? Somebody who doesn't have shit performances and beats everybody by 40. Jim Chassel. That you have a contingency that wants Jim. Do they want Jim Harbaugh? No, he's Satan. <laughs> Who else are they going to get right now? They're not getting. Saved. I think they would take Urban back. Would they? There's half half of them would take Urban. Half of them would take Jimmy. Urban Jimmy will die Kessel. again. He will literally have a heart attack. I don't know, man. Did you see the thing? Did I send that thing to you where he was caught talking oh, it, to the that's, cheerleader? That's that's nothing new. I've seen that like uh, two or three weeks. I'm pretty sure he ain't going to die. Old if boy's he coaches football fun. again, he will. Well, maybe. But there's half half the town wants Trestle, half the town wants Urban. And Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator, he's he's becoming goth. Just don't don't let any more big plays happen. Because the reality is, like, and they said it a bunch, a bunch, is that like as long as big plays don't happen for Ohio State's defense, which he hasn't, I think it's like 17 since last year, 40 plays or more. High State fans are happy. Cool. Let's do that. What High State fans hate, hate, is that run play to the short side of the field for nothing. Which, to their credit, they aren't wrong. Why High State keeps doing that shit is mind-boggling. Welcome to being a Steeler fan. It is stupid. 
Well, here's the thing. At least the high state scores points. Maybe it's setting something up, Jim. That whole first half must have been the longest prelude to, you know, if that mm-hmm. was the plan, fine. How many but points like, they scored in the second half? I agree. <laughs> We're just wearing them down. <laughs> but good night. Anyway, enough Ohio State. Michigan, uh, Molly Wap, Minnesota, 52 to 10. Jimmy Harbaugh was out there taking pictures with the defense after an interception. He's loving life. Yeah. Minnesota's coach said that they're like the best team in many years that he's seen. Michigan? Yeah. I'm not going to take that away from him right now. Not right now. Nope. Wisconsin uh, beat Rutgers 24-13. Wisconsin with only one loss currently. Uh, Rutgers didn't look bad that first quarter. That first quarter. Nobody cares what happens in the first quarter if they lose. Quickly began to look bad. (laughs) Very quickly. Based on the box score. They didn't lose terribly. I don't think you can say that they were terrible. They yeah. lost by 11. They were, I think, a five or six point underdog. Uh, Nebraska beat Illinois 20 to 7. Illinois. We were Hell so we're wrong. Dead we wrong. So wrong. Dead wrong. Iowa outscored Purdue 20 to 14. That's huge output. Yep. I made this point. If Iowa right now is like one loss, right? Yes, so, Penn State. What? Yes, to Penn State. That's yeah. their only loss currently. So like they, they lead even, the West. Even say they, they lose another one. And then 10 and 2 win the West. What what do you do with the offense? Like I, I do you still just have to get rid of him because he didn't meet the mark? Yeah. Okay. I just think I, I, that would if be you, hard. If you don't, then there's a nepotism lawsuit coming into play That's somewhere. True. That's true. Well, you it's gotta just... get rid of him like I understand we're not doing divisions in the Big Ten next year. Blah, 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 blah. You're going to have to get rid of him to keep up. Yeah. USC, Oregon, high-powered teams. All these teams in the back are going to get lost. Yeah. So you either step up to the speed that's coming or you're screwed. Yeah, I got you. Like that that's all there is to it. Northwestern beats Howard 23 to 20. Like ugh, I watched part of that game. Good grief. Ugh. But all reality, and maybe I save this for questions later. Like the Big Ten has three teams. It's nothing new. What are you? And they all beat each other up. So at the end of the year, we might, maybe, possibly, hopefully, God willing, might sneak two into the playoffs. Maybe. I mean, the the, the maybe is because they're on the same side of the conference right now. Right. That's that's. I mean, that's been the the issue or the concern all along. Say so that, and speaking of teams that beat each other up, the Pac twelve. Yeah, this week was not good for them. Mm -hmm. So, like, next year, I would say they're going to see a lot of offensive coordinators change. Just my take. No, I mean, with that many teams, the way that the Coach Carousel goes, I expect 
that to happen. I don't know how much more than it has been in the past, but I mean, that's just the way college football goes, right? <clears throat> yeah. Like Illinois, I can see a revamp. Well, doesn't Brett Bielema call the offense there? Yeah, but I can see him stepping away from those from those situations. Uh, Purdue for sure. Iowa. Rutgers maybe, although Shano is a control freak. I can see a lot of overhaul. That's my take on the Big Ten. Other top ten teams around the country. Number seven. I can't even talk about this one. This was so freaking stupid. Number 17, Miami has a, the ultimate meltdown. One of the, you want to talk about coaching morons. <laughs> As they don't take a knee to run out the clock, proceed to fumble the ball and give up the game-winning touchdown as time expires to Georgia Tech. Shocker. Losing 23-20. to 20. The worst part about this is the clip that you get of, I'm assuming it was an offensive lineman on the sideline, that was literally sitting there, obviously very emotional, and you could read his lips saying, "What the fuck are we doing?" Like, yeah. <laughs> what a horrible, horrible, horrible decision! It's, I, yeah, this is maybe one of the. I mean, this is not the first time this has ever happened. I am sure, but like, how do you allow this to happen as a head coach, as yep. any of the top assistants? Even as a quarterback in the huddle, just being like, wait, what? No, just kneel on the ball, guys. We're good. Yeah, that, that goes down to the whole team. Like, yeah, you're going to start from the top of the head coach, but it's like someone there has got to save the team. Yeah. Yeah. And the coach, like, I saw the afterwards, the coach was like, we talked about holding the ball. Did we, coach? Did we also talk about taking a knee, you asswipe? Did he not realize that he can run the clock out is my only thing. I, I He that's tried to make an excuse terrible. about that, too. That's terrible. But, it, but it's not the first time this has happened to Crystal Ball. Yep. That's bad. That's bad. Anyway, number one, Georgia finally wakes up and destroys Kentucky, 51-13. Where's this Georgia been all, all year? It's been waiting for SEC play. Whew. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of what, like I said, I was like, if, if Georgia – takes out Kentucky in an impressive fashion. Maybe they really are Georgia and they were just not sleeping intentionally. In the Red River rivalry, Oklahoma uses a last-minute drive to shoot down Texas 34-30. He's making the horns down symbol. I have a big <laughs> issue. Down. Big issue with this. Okay. One, Texas can't play defense. What, what the hell? But I don't think this means Texas is not back. I know that this is like flies in the flag of every, everybody on Twitter. Texas can still be back and lose this game. Yeah, if you're going to lose a game, this is the game you get to lose and be back. Like I Now, if they oh, lost like the next two, yeah, Texas is not back. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, this is their only loss they can have to be back. Yes. yes. Because Oklahoma is not a bad team in its rivalry game. Yeah. I just don't think that this, but everybody was, the memes were out. It was like, oh, they're not back now. Ha ha. No, get out of here. You had to know, is it, I mean, yeah. So what? Unless they go undefeated, they're not back. Right. right. That's, and I mean, I, and I saw a bit of a breakdown on this. 
let's not sit here and pretend like over the past 20 to 30 years that Texas has been a great team overall. Right. They had a few years with Mac Brown, won a national championship. But yep. if you look out outside of that, it's not like they were notching like 10 win seasons every year. Yeah. Like to say that they're back is back to what? Yeah. I think Texas is still a great team. And like Ohio State loses to Michigan and Texas stays undefeated. Texas should go above Ohio State. Look that. I, I just that's how I feel. Like Texas is a damn good team. Yeah. I mean, are we gonna talk about Oklahoma? I don't want to. I mean, I'm just saying, if they go undefeated. I don't want to. Just saying. They got a shit schedule from here to the end. Shit like they play nobody or shit they play like they nobody. start to play people? They play nobody. Absolute. It's. I think their, rank, their computer ranking is like 65, 70% chance of winning all the way out every game. Mm-hmm. Like, no. come on. They have to get through WVU. I'm rooting for WVU, I'll tell you that much in that one. Me too. Florida State beats Virginia Tech 39-17 and pretty much a squash. USC survives Arizona 43-41. That one looked sketchy. That started out like 10-0 Arizona. USC sucks. Their defense is terrible. I was going to say. Their offense is elite. Their defense Their is offense the opposite is one of guy. Right. Take that quarterback out, and they suck. So, but they still have that quarterback, Jim. Eh, still sucks. Louisville takes down number 10, Notre Dame, 33-20. to 20. Yeah, Notre Dame is not, not back. They're not back. No. And I'm very pleased about this. Are you? This does not not help the Ohio State win. I'm not supposed to be. I get it. I get it. But the true blue fan, like, I like seeing Notre Dame lose. Why? Alex. I get it. Thank you. Why do we? No, I don't really know. Why do we like seeing Notre Dame lose? Just because they're fan base. If they don't win. What, Nate? So I like to see Notre Dame lose just like I, I like to see the Cowboys lose. They always think it's their year and then they finally get. Chalk back into reality. Yes. Yeah, I think yes. that's it. It's just more of like, and I have a lot of friends in Notre Dame fans, and most of them are fine. But you get those certain people that come out the woodwork as soon as Notre Dame wins one big game, yep. and it's obnoxious, and they won't stop about it. And every fan base has them. It just seems prevalent in the Ohio Valley. Yeah. Good job. Bama beats Texas A and M twenty six to twenty. Solid win. Fought yeah. that one out. Resilient, as uh, Saban said. I mean, it, Bama wins a game, and Milrow has a better game, which is good news for Bama for the rest of the season. Yeah. UCLA takes out number 13, Washington State, after their fans were raising a fuss about how game day was covering them? Yeah. So pretty much they're like, we're finally good, and I believe at least one of the members of game day like pretty much made a statement like, bah, but you're not that good yet. And as you, you know, Washington State has the, they've always had the flag there, right? And I think they 
game day had stopped like making a big deal about it this year, or it wasn't making as big a deal about it as they typically do. Like they would show the flag, but they wouldn't go to, Oh, Washington state's doing good this year. We got the flag here. Great. So like their fans started to like go off on game day as a whole saying, Oh, we're finally good. Now you're not going to give us, you know, give us our flowers because you know, the flag's been there for how many consecutive weeks, blah, blah, blah. So I'm kind of sort of happy about this because you're good for like four or five weeks. Now go back and they'll show uh, the flag. I think you might have seen the same Pat McAfee that I saw, but Pat took a lot of shit because he defended the game day people. And then Ryan Leaf, who was a quarterback of Washington State, spoke with Pat and said that part of the issue and them being pissed off is. They're worried that the Washington State football program may become irrelevant with this conference realignment and nobody's picking them up. So they want as much play as they can get. And that's why there's anger. Yeah, that's their own problem. I don't think it's their problem. And well, I see they I, hitch, I they hitch, they hitch themselves in the pack and guess what see, happened? See, I who is they? That's the problem. That's the the program. No. The administration, whoever yes. you want to talk to, right? The school hitched their wagon to the pack thinking things are going to be all hunky-dory. I think the athletic and... director, the president should be the ones catching the blowback not game day. Oh, they they got to be mad at somebody. Well, go be mad at the people you're that are in charge. I, I, but that I agree with you. I'm mad at the wrong people. Yeah, that doesn't have a national stage every Saturday morning, though. Well, yeah, that's true. All right, run down the AP. That's freaking ridiculous. Somebody, anybody. I muted myself and I didn't realize. Uh, Georgia is number one with 50 votes. Michigan has 11 votes. Is number two. I state one vote. Number three. Florida State, one vote. Number four, number five, Oklahoma, six, Penn State, seven, Washington, eight, Oregon, nine, Texas, 10, USC, 11, Alabama, 12, North Carolina. I absolutely hate this one. Why? What about- I hate the fact that Oklahoma jumped Penn State. Yeah. Penn State was on a bye week. Whatever. Don't like it. I don't like that Ohio State is three. Why? I don't think they're that they're the caliber of three. I don't. I don't think Florida State did anything to be three. I don't. I don't agree I with Penn that State either. Could be three. If I'm I agree honest. with that, I think Penn State should be. Three. I think Penn State could be three, and Washington could be four. Florida State five, Oklahoma six. Where's Ohio State then, Alex? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Are they <Yeah>. seven. <laughs> I would say Penn, Georgia, Michigan, either Penn State or Washington. You see, I disagree because Ohio State has a top ten win. Penn sure. State play. Penn State has a ranked win against Iowa. That is it. They're Oklahoma has a ranked win against they Texas. Have, they have beat people by like twenty points or more every game. That's fine. It doesn't matter. See, that doesn't matter to me where Penn State is now. It's where is Penn State after a high? They play a high state in Michigan. Let's get through the first. Let's get through October and the first week of November, and then I will have arguments about where Penn State should be and shouldn't be. All right, Mark, yeah. let me let me run the scenario then, based on what you said. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to give you two scenarios. Okay. I'm going to play mine, the favorite towards me. Ohio State beats Penn State. Mm-hmm. Penn State wins out the rest of the year. Okay. Okay. Yep. Where does Penn State rank in your mind? Do they fall out of the top 10? What happens with High State Michigan? Do they fall out of the top 10? What happens with High State Michigan? High State beats Michigan. Then Penn State is ahead of Michigan and behind Ohio State. If Georgia wins out, Georgia's one, Ohio State's two. Then it's whatever the hell else happens. There's too many other. Do they what fall ifs. out of the top ten? Who Penn State? Yeah. What if they lose to Ohio State? Win out? Yeah. No, because that means they beat Michigan. Okay. Cool. Cool. Same scenario with Michigan. Then too, if you beat Ohio State, lose to Michigan. Lose Penn State. Man. No, with Penn State, if they beat Ohio State, oh, lose okay. to Michigan. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Then Penn State's ahead of Ohio it. State. More it, of a, then it depends on what happens to Ohio State, Michigan, right? Ohio then, State beats Michigan. Then it's ex- pretty much ex- exactly two, the same. No, Penn State has two losses. Then no, 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 no. Yeah. They they beat Ohio State. Lose to Michigan. Lose to Michigan, but Ohio State beats Michigan. So they all have one loss. Yeah. And then you look. Can you look at the score at that? Like strength of win. Like did Penn State? Well, Penn State would have. State? Penn State would have beat a higher ranked Michigan team at that time. Then. No, in, yeah. in this that, scenario, Ohio Michi- State beat. They beat Ohio State, and Ohio yeah. State beats Michigan. So they already they have the win. Then out of the three, they're at the top. Yeah, Ohio State would be at the top. Penn State would have the better win. As the Ohio State win, at least at end of year rankings. Right. So Penn State would go in. Go. I don't not say they're going to go into anywhere. They would go into the Big Ten championship. I, you're tossing a lot of who and what. I think wins where. That would be tiebreakers then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the head-to-head is all split. Yeah. Then. I forget right. what the next ones are. It's in 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 division record, which again is just going to be split, and then it goes to whatever the next tiebreaker is, which you can go back to Jim and figure that out since you oh, were yes. all about the tiebreakers earlier in the year. <laughs> I don't think it, unless one team beats the other two, all four will be in. All three will be in the top ten. Yes, they'll all stay in the top ten. That I'm not worried about. Okay. It's who's in the top four. I don't care about top ten. Whatever. Penn State's going to end up in the top ten at the end of the year, I'm pretty sure, no matter what. Okay. That's all I care about. Washington, Oregon, big game this week. Yeah. yeah. Decide, decide the Pac-12 supremacy at the moment. They also got USC traveling to Notre Dame, which I'm sure USC was hoping was going to be a little bit of a better matchup as far as ranking for them. Yeah, that's what they got caught sleepwalking this past week for. Mm-hmm. I say Notre Dame wins that one. Well, they need one if they want to stay relevant. I think they win that one. Well, they actually have a defense. Yeah. And they'll be able to run all over USC in that game, I think. Yeah. Uh, A&M travels to Tennessee. That could be a good game. I have a feeling that is going to be a good game. I agree. 
Yeah. 25 Miami traveling to Chapel Hill to take on North Carolina. So in this scenario, North Carolina wins, they should be in the top 10. Not necessarily. Oh, fuck off. Yes, they should. Who are they going to leapfrog? That's the problem. Yeah. They have to leapfrog two teams. Washington or Oregon. There's one. Who's the second one they're going to leapfrog? Notre Dame has to beat USC. That's the scenario. Yeah, that's true. I still think they'll go. I think they'll go. I'm not getting too excited to argue about top 10 in week six. Hey, man, I'm looking to, to jockey for positions here. Okay. UCLA taking on Oregon State in the game that none of us will watch, but we'll be interested in the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State travels to Purdue. I hate this. Why? I hate this. Because it's always the Iowa or Purdue game midseason at Iowa or Purdue that bites right before the big game. It just sucks. Sky will fall because they won't win by 40. No, I don't think they, it's a trap game. Like, I, I have big fears that it'll be a loss. Yeah, I hope not because yeah, I need it to be a good right. thing. Um, Massachusetts travels to Penn State. Good scheduling. Way to go, guys. <laughs> yeah, brilliant scheduling on the part of Penn State. Now, how? who would have guessed? Because, you know, that schedule comes out three years in advance. Yeah. Good scheduling. Brilliant. WVU traveling to Houston, Alex. I know. This will be a good one. You think? The Dana Holgerson Bowl. It'll be fun. I think it's a Thursday night game, isn't it? Yeah, it is Thursday night. Oh, <gasps> Morgantown, though. That's different. Uh, <laughs> it's that's different. If it was Thursday night in Morgantown, I'd bet my paycheck <laughs> that we would literally, there would be so many inappropriate signs about Dana Holgerson and what Dana Holgerson can do. And oh, God, it would be awesome. Right. And Indiana travels to Michigan. Again, bloodbath. Yeah. It should be. I don't that's probably gonna be a, like a 30 point line, and I may just say it right now. I'm gonna put it on Michigan. Bloodbath. Uh in other college football news. Is that even gonna be on TV? Uh it could be a big 10 network game. Ugh. God help well, Indiana. Well, let's see what the ESPN app says. Well, Nate's looking that up. In other college football news, the Utah scholarship players all got trucks this week. All of them. Every one of them. Holy shit. If you're on scholarship, you get a truck. It was like Oprah. But they're all wrapped in, like, Utah. They're right. not well, they, like, had to wrap, they, they had to Yeah, they had to do something for NIL. They could just give them trucks. The Indiana wrapped. game is the Gus Johnson game at noon. Fantastic. That's the big noon game? Yep. It says noon of Fox. Hey, your Ohio State game's on Peacock. <laughs> oh. Wait. I... Who paid for these trucks? Doesn't matter. I mean, what are you, what are they representing? Utah. Yeah, they're, they're brand representatives of Utah and probably whoever whatever truck it is. I was going to say, I thought the point of the NIL was like, okay, I, I'm going to you give you money to use you as advertising for Ford. Or you can give them gifts to advertise and don't have to give them money. I think that it's the school's NIL situation. Yeah. That's wild. 
Good for them. That's all I gotta say. Good for them. Good for them. This is a good. This is a good thing. I'm not upset about it. Jacksonville State released an alternate helmet this past week that is known as the AKC, aka the Ass Kicking Chicken. Where did people come up with this shit? Dude, it's Rich Rod scene. What do you expect? I know. I don't know. On our Jim being the helmet connoisseur, what do we think? It, it seems like it's, a I mean, it's very a, rich it's rod a, thing to do. It's a pretty nondescript. I mean, it's a chicken on a it's a red chicken on a white helmet, right, Nate? It's pretty just that's it. Yeah, I believe so. I'm trying to find where I sent it. You sent it in Twitter somewhere. Was that? No, I'm not saying I found it. It, it <laughs> is it is. It is a white helmet yeah. with a chicken, a rooster that looks angry with a red ball cap. That's it. I don't know. I think it looks better than the regular helmets. It just says Jack State. Yeah. I mean, it's better. I like it. I like it. So I maybe it's not about the helmet, the look. It's about the fact that it's called an ass kicking chicken. It's like the Weird. Thunder Chicken. No, like, they just released those alternate helmets for the game over the weekend. Did they at least win? I have no idea. Or was so it yeah, I don't even care if they won. Don't even care. Uh, in other news, Coach Prime effect continues. Yeah, it's just for you, Alex. As he trademarks the following. Quote, unquote, no. give me my theme music. Whatever. I'll never junk. Say we'll never say that. Go ahead. And Primetime by Deion Sanders. Don't care. To add to the already existing trademarks that he has, working or twerking. Stupid. F around and find out. I'm surprised that that's allowed to be trademarked. I feel like there are songs called that. But, okay. It's personal. We hear and we keep receipts. Whatever. It's a show. I'm glad that he's focused on all these trademarks that are coaching. Yeah. Did you see his after-game press conference? No, I tried not to. He said they played like poop. He was very angry. They won. But, right? but they beat Arizona but, State. Why is he angry? He's out. He's got time to go out and put on the 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 PR show. I can't believe you've turned this angry on this. I just think it's stupid. Like I'm just, I just want to play football. I don't know if I want to watch pop culture stuff. I'll go watch pop culture stuff. If I want to watch college football. I, I say the reason I'm pissed off about the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. It's fucking annoying that every time I turn on the TV, I have to hear about it. You're very <laughs> angry about it. I just find it to be obnoxious. That's it. I'm not even angry. I'm just annoyed. Old man on the porch, get off my, get off my lawn, okay. Take your take your take your media and your cameras and get off my lawn. All right, buddy. <laughs> I mean, he's making the money. They're yeah. they're, pro- they're gonna get trucks next year. He's like, nah, we can't be jets. we can't be outdone. You guys are getting trucks. Private jets. Yeah, I think that's a whole different level of wealth. All right. That brings us into other interesting news and in sports. All right, we're going to start in the NFL. We're going to play a clip here. This is of Don LaGreca flipping out. Are we legit playing a clip? Are we, we are doing going that to now? with Peter oh, wow. Rosenberg of the Michael K Show about Giants, Giants offensive lineman Evan Neal's comments, which he later apologized for. But this 
Dan LaGreca, Don LaGreca flipping out was absolutely epic. I can't believe we're doing this. Talk about evolution. Well, so fans at MetLife Stadium showered them with booze before the players headed to the locker room. Right tackle Evan Neal looked up towards the stands, raised his arms, and gestured sarcastically. We can comment while we're doing this, guy. He said he did not flip off fans, but he did yell a clear message to them. They are booing us, so I said, boo louder, Neal told NJ Advance Media on Wednesday. The Giants 1-3 and three entered Sunday's challenging game against my blah, 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 blah. blah. So we're trying to get to the quote here. Why would a lion consider himself, concern himself with the option of, oh, I'm sorry. Why would a lion concern himself the opinion of a sheep, he added. The person that's condemning, uh, commenting on my performance, what does he do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? Are you kidding me? Are oh. you kidding me? This is where it gets spotty. I would. How dare you? How dare you? These people pay your salary. They pay an obnoxious amount of money to park, an obnoxious amount of money for PSLs to sit. So real quick, PSLs, not pumpkin spice lattes. I was going to say pumpkin clear. spice lattes. Apparently it has something to do with their seat licenses. Like you have to, in order to have season tickets, you have to buy a seat license before you can even purchase the tickets. I've heard that before. Yeah. Sit there and watch this pap, and you call them hamburger flippers? What, you're so much better? I'd rather have a guy that's flipping hamburgers block than your piece of garbage ass. He is angry, angry. Piece of garbage ass. You piece of garbage. I hate when players do that. You're not above us. What, because you happen to play a sport? You make them, you're better than me? This is a gym. You're better than the people that pay your salary? These giant fans were here before you, and they'll be here after your sorry ass is cut. What a piece of human trash. And I don't want to hear some apology. I don't want to hear, oh, I was taken out of contact. I didn't mean, I don't want to hear, done, done. I would cut his fat ass. Jesus. Oh, if I'm John Mara, I He's not done. Look how this guy's laughing. Round pick. But you're not worth anything. You don't talk to our fans that way. You don't talk to me that way. You are out of a job. I, I, Don, you should you. boo him. If you see him in the mall of Willowbrook, boo his ass. If you see him on the DMV, boo him. Don't stop booing him. If he goes to the Pro Bowl, boo him. If he wins the Super Bowl, boo his sorry ass. Screw that guy. Oh, I mean, that, that angers me. We're not nobody. Flipping, but how are you taught? How do you condescend to people that pay to watch you play poorly, I might add? Really bad. Oh. So, wow. Don LaGreca went off. So that's like what's funny is, yeah, I agree with him. Honestly, I think that is a really rude thing to say. And, you, you know, these people are paying tons of money to come see you play. Maybe you shouldn't treat him like that, but at the same time, wow. Yeah, that's that, a lot. That was it was one of the more epigrams I've heard in a while. Yeah, I think Don's got some other shit going on in his life. <laughs> I just like Michael <laughs> K sitting there like uh, it's Peter Rosenberg. It was on like part of the Michael K show, I think. It was just like they had a guest, they have a spot. I like it's part of it. Like is Don like an owner or like an investor in like Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, 
It might be. White Castle. I may have figured it out. You may have found out the, the source of the anger, Nate. <laughs> but I, I, when I saw that the first time, all I could think of watching it was Jim. Like Jim getting really angry. If Jim really went on a rant, that would be it. Yeah, it's good enough. I could see it. I don't. I think that my favorite part was the table pound because he wasn't (laughs) verbally angry. He was physically like, "If he wins a Super Bowl, boo his sorry ass." It's like, what if he wins a Super Bowl for your team? The Giants win a Super Bowl. I'm all booing anyone. (laughs) Boom! Boom! Uh, speaking of other controversial comments, in the golf world, Brooks Kepka reportedly said in July to sports writer Alan Shipnuck. Alan Shipnuck has uh, written, he's I think he has a book out that has some fun stuff about Phil Mickelson. He's like the golf writer. Um, so Brooks Kepka, Kepska, Kepka said, quote, fuck all of those country club kids who talk shit about me. You think I give a fuck what they think? You think I care what people say about me? I just had three surgeries and I'm supposed to turn down $130 million. I grew up with nothing. After signing that contract, the first person I called was my mom. We both cried. This is obviously uh, about him taking the money to go play with Live Golf. Um, And he was supposedly referencing Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, among others, when he was talking about the country club kids. Why is this controversial? Because he said, F all those country club kids. Right. He's, he's literally just saying to other professional golfers, fuck you. I see no problem with this. Well, I understand you see no problem with this, Jim, but that's not normal in the golf world. Well, maybe it should be. Maybe people would watch more. Maybe you would watch more. If people told other people to F off a little more. Like, yeah. that's, they can't even say that on TV anyway, Jim. But like, maybe we need more storyline like this. Well, uh, Brooks Kepka is the storyline, the ones that you at least revolve around. Him and Bryson, Jim was yeah. all about it. Brooks saying these things, Jim's all about it. Pretty I much, just Jim just what Jim wants WWE storylines in golf. We got it in every other damn sport. Not wrong. I'm good with it. Okay. Any other thoughts, gents? Four. In the NBA, Jimmy Butler brings his quote-unquote emo look to his preseason presser, getting all sorts of attention and comments across social media. Uh, I'm not going to dive into that, uh, but I do want to know from the group, what's the most you would do to alter your appearance to get attention for a preseason presser? Wait, why aren't we diving into this? Go ahead, Jim. Dive into it. No, I just want to know why you're not. Because I don't really care about, I really, yeah, I don't really care about all of the other things. It was to get attention. He had a look and he went with it. I want to know what you all would do to alter your appearance for preseason pressure to get attention. What's that line? What's the line yeah. of what you would do? Bro, my nipples are fierce. Like that's the most you would do. I, I'm pretty I sure like the Arno stops for me. I feel like you have to wear a really tight shirt so they could be seen. Well, yeah. now I want to know. So, what else would you do, Jim? Like, how else would you alter your appearance? I don't know what I wouldn't do if I felt like it. I would wear one of those funny Halloween fake muscle T-shirts. Yeah, I would do some crazy shit if I felt I like have it. Any muscles, so I'd make myself look bigger. Like the Birdman and the Tats, I would do it. I'll say I think I'd have to like pull the Dennis Rodman and go like full 
like facial piercings, dye my hair. Would you wear a wedding dress? No. no. I, I like would how you, you both just hard stop. Yeah, would... fuck. Why not? <laughs> I would tell no, you. I wouldn't do a wedding dress, but I would absolutely rock a kill. Yeah. I'm making bajillions of dollars in the NBA. If I feel like making my presence known, why not? I think I would go the complete opposite and just remain like clean cut and professional. Of course you would. That you would be, George. I would let that be like the diff, the altering thing. Yeah, I would I would do some crazy stuff if I was these guys. I I would I'd probably do like full body tat. That's probably yeah. like the thing I would do. Include when I'm saying like something on my face, my neck, and everything too. Stupid. Like bird like Birdman. Yeah, Birdman this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, could you imagine going to work for like a big news like say you want to go be an announcer commentator somewhere after? And well, I, I, said, I didn't say they were going to be. Lit. I said these may be temporary. Like once it wash off in the bath. Dennis Rodman met with Kim yeah. Jong Un. I don't think like his appearance affects anything. Dennis Rodman does whatever the hell Dennis Rodman wants. He does. I agree. I don't think it matters. No. Like if Michael Jordan had full sleeves. Pretty sure Michael Jordan would still be Michael Jordan. Yeah, I don't. Know, I don't think it matters. I don't know. He, he, might, he might have to go under sedation, Jim. <laughs> Michael Jordan's not that guy. Shut your mouth. No. <laughs> don't blaspheme, Michael Jordan. <laughs> All yeah. right. Stop that. Next in baseball, quick playoff update: Texas, Minnesota, Arizona, and Philadelphia all swept their wild card series to set up these matchups in the first round, the divisional round, I believe. Texas taking on Baltimore, where the Rangers are now up 2-0 in that series. Twins twins taking on the Astros. The Astros are up 1-0, Jim. Cheating bastards. Cheating bastards. Phillies taking on the Braves. Phillies are up 1-0. And the Diamondbacks taking on the Dodgers. Diamondbacks are up 1-0. I believe the Twins and Astros are playing right now as we record, though. They are. I just checked, and the Twins, Jim, are up 5-0. Nice. I think I'm rooting for the Diamondbacks. The Twins, the Phillies, and I was rooting for the Orioles, but not looking so good. Yes, I should flip. Yeah, I'll go the Orioles, Twins. I'm. I want. I want to see the Braves do something here, and uh, Dodgers. What? How about them Pirates? Their the season's over, Sam. I know. I was just making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Dodgers, former Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer has settled a legal dispute with the woman who accused him of beating and sexually assaulting her in 2021. Attorneys for both sides confirmed last Monday Bauer did not face criminal charges in the case. The settlement ending both a lawsuit by the woman and a countersuit by Bauer does not require an exchange of money between the two, but the accuser will receive 300K from her insurance company. Quote, unquote, both of their respective claims have been withdrawn with prejudice effective today. Bauer was suspended in unprecedented 324 games by Major League Baseball, a ban that was reduced to 194 games by an independent arbitrator in last December. <clears throat> Bauer is currently playing in Japan. So 
let me understand this. Why is her insurance company paying three hundred? I have no idea. She probably no took idea. out. She probably took out some type of policy on this case. Yeah. If I were to guess, and they both dropped it. Right. So she didn't. He didn't pay her off. They both. She just said, "I'm done fighting this." Hold. Okay, I'm just curious. Hold. There's a settlement for them both to drop it against no. each other. It appears. No. That the Jimmy just said. There's a settlement. Yeah. No. There is, but like you're using words that are legal, and I I can appreciate that. What had happened was, okay, Bauer, like, let's give a little history, because I don't think we did this man justice. I'll say I didn't do this man justice. I'll leave it at that. I can't speak for the boys. Okay? This lady accused this man of dastardly things. Mm-hmm. Okay? Those accusations were very, very, very bad. Yes. And very graphic and horrible. Yes. Okay. Through time, Bauer said, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And I'll and I'll prove it. This lady's attorney came to Bauer and said, Let's settle it. And he said, No. Not gonna do that. I'm not paying one cent. I will go to court. Mm -hmm. Bowers' attorneys found evidence to exonerate his name. Mm -hmm. I think there was some photographic evidence. Text messages, Mm -hmm. videos, metadata that exonerated his name. I encourage everyone to look into this. And see the data for yourself. They came back to him and said, let's settle this. He said, go pound sand. Mm -hmm. I'm still not paying you. Okay. He sued her at one point. And in order to make sure that she got no money from him and he got no money from her, the cases both were settled. Mm-hmm. As in, you don't get paid, I don't get paid, we both walk away not paying each other. The exoneration for him does not happen because she doesn't have to come out and say he didn't do it. He got to keep the rights to say his side of the story. Like, he is not under a silent gag order. Mm-hmm. So he, I encourage everyone to see what he has to say and the evidence he has to provide. Because that evidence, wow. I will come out and say, I'm sorry, Mr. Bauer. Yeah, I haven't read deeply into it, but I have caught a couple little snips here and there, and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, because I had a lot of nasty things to say about him. Yeah, so did I. I I fully said I was wrong because what he provides is fucked up Mm -hmm. if you look into it. And that's all I'm going to do. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. And he lost a a career. 
yeah. I mean, in the end, a, a career out of this. Now he he was already getting paid well before all of this went down, but I mean, he still lost the value in the prime of his career to do all, for all when all this went down. And nobody's <clears> gonna come like he doesn't get. He doesn't get made whole by this. Not gonna, yeah, he's never gonna get made whole. Nope. So yeah. All right, and last, the NHL season starts this week. Tuesday night. Tuesday Guess night. what I'm not going to do for till the playoffs. Get to bed before 1 o'clock? I'm not going to watch a cracking game. You're not you gonna know why? Because <laughs> I'm not staying up <laughs> till 1 o'clock. 10.30. Don't come to the East Coast and you'll get to see some. I hope. Oh, Jim, we had to toss it into the little listeners in your absence last week. Did you ever get your uh, season tickets? Oh, yeah. I did not. I've been getting lots of calls, though. Did oh. you like say no? <laughs> I've been getting lots of calls. You need, you need to return that call and tell them your wife said no. Yeah. Come on, Sorry, Jordan. I answered. I'm really fighting with her about it, but it seems like the answer is going to be no. Yeah. I mean, or or we can, you know, maybe we can put up, as a group, we can put up X amount of dollars and be like, you know, we'll put this toward this, but we need another tour and some more free tickets. Yeah, Alex, another round of pinball. I was yeah. going to say that, and we want to stop at the pinball machine again. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Come on, Jim. Just get a nap on Tuesday because the crack and play Tuesday night. I know in Las at Las Vegas, ten thirty. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna the the most early game I can see coming up is I think they play Ottawa. Why do you pick all West Coast teams, Jim? I don't pick all West. Yeah, I do. I pick a lot. <laughs> the Chargers, the Kraken. You may as well just become a fan of a new college football team now. That will never happen. No, he's a USC fan. Oh, that's right. He's become a USC fan. That's no. right. That's no, it. cheeky bastards. Anyway, so now it's questions for the boys. Yep. Okay. I only have one. Okay. The question for the boys. It's question for the boys. I want to start with Nate. And then I'm going to spin it over to the rest of you. So, Nate, have you ever had a coach or sideline assistant coach, sideline person on a team run into you on the sideline? Run into me? No. Me running into them? Someone intentionally? Yes. Intentionally? Yes. (laughs) How did that go? Get your ass off the field and out of this restricted area. And what did they say to you? Oh, my bad. That's it. That's as but, far as now, did go. you like truck them or no? Did you, you purposely because just... we even had this discussion in my weekly meeting last week and where there's a coach like on the field and we're like, oh yeah, just like bump into him. He'll get the drift or whatever. And the guy for the, the conference is like, guys, please don't we had a like a guy get injured last year, please don't do that. It's like, well, that or I'm going to throw the flag right between his legs. Like, <laughs> like the coaches don't realize that big ass white stripe down the sideline is not for you. It is for us. Like you can come out in the white and make your calls or whatever, and then get the hell back. Okay. So for the boys, <laughs> you, for, are I, I want to see a video of Nate trucking somebody. So do I. I think so this, no, is the war- this was the warning. Guy. I'm just doing enough to bump into him so he realizes, oh, crap, I'm going to get a sideline warning on my team. And then the second time, it's 15 yards for getting in my fucking way. I, 
we got to put the E rating on this one for sure. I think everybody but Alex has dropped one. Um, Come on, Alex, do it. <laughs> I'll try to incorporate it. So I, for the boys, the referee, you're running, you're following the play. You don't notice the referee. So I'm a coach. Yes. Okay. You collide with the referee. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you say? Ah, fuck, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's probably going to be some exclamation by me. I'm not sure if exactly what it would come out as, but it, it would probably be like an, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Got it. I So Ryan Day ran into a referee or, and there was a lot of drama. And I just wondered, like, what do you ex- what do you say to the ref if you bump into him? Like, oh, just, like even like on the sidelines or whatever, like even like as like stuff today, like they walk in front of you. Oh my bad, my bad, sorry. It's like they're uh, worried about causing them their team fifteen yards for sideline interference. That sucks. Yeah, stay the hell out of the restricted area, and shit won't happen. Yeah, but you're in, you're getting involved, man. Well, like it, it reminds you like basketball players, like basketball coaches always want to come out on the floor and get back, get back, get back. It's the same thing on the football sideline. I'm telling players, I'm telling coaches, get back. This is like get out of the white. Like even today, like I'm down to the 15 yard line, and here's a coach like standing on the 20 over my shoulder. I'm like the team box is the 25. If this you're is a peewee, right? Yeah. Have you ever had you see a wearing, all the head, wearing their headsets and all that shit because they trade like the Super Bowl? Pee Wee have headsets? Oh, yeah. They have headsets. They have guys in the press box. They're filming everything. How old it's are these funny. kids? Oh, these kids are like eight years old. And there's headsets and people in the press box. Oh, yeah. Listen, this is funny. I got to tell this story. I thought it was absolutely hysterical. So Friday night, we're at a game. The guy on my crew knows the coach on the sideline that he's working on. He's been doing this for probably a decade, I think. And the coach is telling him, he said, he told us the story at halftime. He said, man, your other wing official across the sideline, like when we have the ball, he's spotting it a yard short. When the other team has the ball, it's spotting it a yard forward. He's like, we have it all up there on an iPad on huddle. And I could show you the game film afterwards. It's like, it's just atrocious. And he responds back, well, Coach, what kind of iPad is it? Like, blah, 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 blah. He goes, focus! <laughs> I talk to him about the smartest of the ball. He's like, you know, Coach, I'm really looking for an iPad, too, myself. What kind of iPad is it? <laughs> uh, I just don't get it, man. Like, why are they so obsessed? Youth sports, man. I've always said, ever since I got to officiating... The younger the kids, the worse the coaches and parents are. That's a lot. Because at eight years old, like, every every kid has the opportunity to be a superstar. Yeah, everybody's gonna make be division one, all state, gonna go on a full ride, make all this NIL, and then they hit puberty and they go, Oh <laughs> maybe little John little Johnny's not as good as we thought it was. When their parents are both, you know, five nine or shorter, and then they realize, oh, genetics happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's only so much opportunity here. But he was so good in peewees, and now he's a freshman, and now he's hardly playing. Yeah, it's because he's a was a big fish in a little pond, and now he's the little fish in the big pond. 
I'm a big fish in a small pond, and the other fish is going to eat me up. What the uh, hell is that? You've never heard that song? No. Oh. I think All that's right. That wraps that's up this deal. week's episode of Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. Remember, follow us on all the socials, on the YouTube, all of the action verbs, do all the things. Subscribe, comment, rate, if we poke like tickle. Get the bell on. Ding, ding. Do it to it. And as always, make sure that you tell a friend. Pick a friend. Be a uh...